0: Hello, in the second episode of Follow Your Inner Wisdom series, I talked to Teresa Warnstaff. Teresa is a collaborative leadership advisor and coach. She focuses on consciousness in a business setting. Yes, exactly. This is a subject that is close not only to her heart, but also to mine. So we made sure that this episode is full of inspiration and also practical tools that I know that are important for you. So you will find out from it in particular, how to make challenging decisions using your inner guidance, how to distinguish your intuition from your mind what to do if you need to clear your mind, but sitting meditation is not an option for you, and how to deal with difficult emotions on the spot. I hope that you will keep coming back to it to listen to the tools and to listen to the the wisdom that Teresa has shared in that episode. Enjoy! Hello, welcome to the second episode of Follow Your Inner Wisdom podcast. My name is Katarzyna Terlecka and I am your host. I am authentic empowerment coach and mentor for professional women. I lead my clients to discover their authentic self, connect with their inner power and intuition. So that they can go through the challenges with confidence, with more ease or even joy. And um, my own experience as well as my, as my clients has inspired me to start this podcast series where I invite wonderful women who share how their inner wisdom or actually how following their inner wisdom changed their lives. And I'm so happy to welcome today, Teresa Warnstaff. Welcome, Teresa.
1: Thank you, so good to be here.
0: So good to have you. So, So let me introduce Teresa a little bit. Teresa is a high level intuitive who not only can expand her knowing throughout the dimensions, but broadly across multiple spectrums. She has lived the corporate life and knows the agony of existing in a place that doesn't see you or allow you to thrive from your purpose and authentic expression. She knows that life doesn't happen to you. It reflects you and has worked diligently to understand how to create abundance on all levels so she can help others live an authentic life and thrive powerfully. Theresa does this in her one-on-one coaching, and she also supports Living Your Soul Purpose with her workshop, Be Influential Leadership. Welcome again. And uh, let's let's dive into it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited that that we have this opportunity to talk uh, to each other today. And I would like to ask you first to, Talk a little bit, where are you at the moment and how you feel about your current role?
1: Oh, right now I'm in an absolutely amazing place. I have been an intermittent consultant for almost 20 years um, to various corporations. And when 2020 hit, it was the great going within, right? which required that we look at who we are and what's available to us. And through that, I was able to find my life's purpose and powerfully step into it. What does that mean? For me, that means moving into more of a collaborative leadership role with my clients and Leaning more deeply into my intuition, what I learned is that our intuition is the gateway to all of the beauty and abundance and joy and playfulness available to us.
0: Absolutely. I love the word gateway. Thank you.
1: You're welcome.
0: So so what were your struggles before? So how did you get there, you know, to to connect with your intuition?
1: You know, I was a single mom for most of the time that I raised my, my two daughters. And, you know, I bought into the whole get a job, make good money, take care of your family, that whole box, that package that we're sold as we're growing up. And so I put intuition and following my path to the side and I jumped into corporate and I was successful. I was top 5% um, as an individual contributor, fast track to running a Seattle office um, within six months. And yet I was driving home in tears. I was unfulfilled. I was unhappy. I was miserable. And so my struggles were my inability to bring my full self into a corporate environment.
0: Yeah, and so, so you kind of become aware that this is your struggle and then you need something else. And what happened next?
1: Well, I ran a dual track. My life was corporate during the day woo-woo at night. So I was studying with various teachers, um, reading, learning different modalities, everything I could to support and foster that side of myself while I was living this corporate, it was like a dual life. I couldn't bring them, it was like this. They just kept knocking up against each other. So in 2020, um, so not long ago, right? yeah in july i got a really strong message from my guides that i needed to add intuition to my leadership website within two weeks of adding who i am as an intuitive and what my gifts are my purpose i was getting clients And they were saying, oh no, I came to you because you're intuitive. That's what I want. We want that depth. We want that broad spectrum of perspective that allows us to connect into that which we don't have a grip on, right? Yeah. And so it was liberating. It was freeing. And it's been a journey since then. And I'll tell you, when you drop into that inner wisdom, The transition and the ability to move into your soul's purpose is rapid because it's like the universe has been sitting there going hello hello come come play with us right
0: yeah yeah Yeah. so you basically now work with people from corporate environment and coach them but use your intuition as i would say one of the tools yes Or, or, yeah, this is your main tool,
1: we could even say, yeah? I think so, because I think it gives me different perspectives. You know, I moved from individual contributor to the executive suite. So I've got a pretty, and, and multiple departments, finance, customer service, sales, marketing, operations. So I have a pretty broad perspective on what success in a corporate environment But I take it just a little bit deeper because no longer, you know, and the millennials started this, right? They said, we don't need a job. We don't want a job. We want a purpose. We want to come to a place that recognizes us for our whole being and allows us to step into that, which we can express our greatest self into. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Makes sense. Yeah yeah so for me it's it's the one-on-one coaching it's the leadership but it's connecting to your soul's purpose you know, i want to change the world and i think this is the way to do it
0: <laughs> definitely
1: i can feel that so so
0: definitely <laughs> you will make it you will change the world <laughs> thank you so um uh, what made you okay? You kind of said that uh, what was your turning point? I guess you some some one day you just what I'm interested in is whether it was a process or you just one day decided that's it and I'm just following my intuition, my inner wisdom, and I, I forget about my brain, which probably gets crazy when I think what I want to do next, but you decided that's it
1: you know it was both so it wasn't um either or it was an and situation so I made the decision to follow my intuition and to follow my soul's purpose my guidance and then it was a process as it unfolded because it's challenging it's an opportunity to erase behavioral patterns and step into knowing so it it Even today, it is necessary for me to go into the quiet and stillness to really understand what's mine next. And and that's all the universe requires because they're literally sending hundreds, even thousands of messages to us that we don't receive because our brain is so engaged with the 3D. We can't, we don't look beyond it. Does that answer your question? Yeah,
0: definitely. And uh, and also, you know, it's it's a great thing which you said and kind of inspiring for people how important this inner stillness is and is getting there on daily basis. Because I absolutely agree with you. If like, I can imagine you also meditate every day, but... Sometimes you know I need to in, in addition to the morning meditation if I have a challenging day I need to do one more or right. if I have you know challenging meeting I need to do one more because that's the way to get inside yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think you drew an absolutely brilliant parallel katarjna. It's 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 both, right? It's the and live in the and Um, meditation is essential. And let me just say, I'm, I can be really challenged to sit in a chair and not move for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes meditation for me looks like taking a walk in the woods. Uh, As a matter of fact, a lot of the time or going for a walk on the lake. For me getting into somewhere that is natural and doesn't have a lot of peripheral noise really helps. And for the individuals who can sit for half an hour, an hour, an hour and a half, and just be in that stillness, you have my utmost respect because that's not always me. So A, find, out, find what your meditation tool is. And secondly, the second part you talked about was mindfulness in the moment. What are your tools? Develop that suite of tools that takes you from I'm ticked off. I'm angry. To okay, I can move into observe and get curious about why I, 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 I responded that way. So I can take responsibility for my lesson in this, right?
0: Mm, definitely. And what's we are going a little bit away from the main subject, but what what's what's your um, best or favorite tool for? coming back to here and now, when your emotions are going crazy, when you are st- or stressed or maybe your clients are stressed,
1: what, what's your tip for that? 100% taking a walk. Yeah, just removing yourself from the situation, getting perspective, getting away and breathing. Those are, I think, listen, you can sit in the boardroom or you can sit around the conference room table and you can just simply deep breathe and just send that through your body to calm. You aren't your emotions. And so often we give our emotions the driver's seat. Yes. And so it's really important to differentiate between who you are and who your emotions are being in the moment. Yeah.
0: And the breath can take you there. Yeah, definitely. For sure yeah okay so coming back to our main subject in the wisdom what did you discover that your soul needs the most
1: um to be heard to be allowed to fully self-express to direct me on the path that is most optimal for me for and on the on the human side to relegate um power and control to my soul to let the soul guide yeah
0: yeah Yeah. and to be heard i think you know for me that was like um This was like such a revelation that when I really listen to my soul, when I really listen to my inner wisdom, I'm all the time full of joy. And (laughs) a few few months earlier, you know, I was, it was a few months earlier or years earlier, I was not able to find reasons to feel joy. You know, I had a successful career as you, you know, I had good clients, people appreciated me, everything was fine but I couldn't find joy in that. And the yeah. moment I started to listening, my inner wisdom, my soul, my intuition, then there is joy everywhere. And that's so beautiful, isn't it?
1: It is amazing. It is an absolutely the best way to live out your life, isn't it? It's like all of a sudden you're aligned with all the good things in your life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So guys, definitely. I, I I can appreciate that it's a struggle to follow it at the beginning because there is this issue of trust because you are used to following your mind, you know, the mind is the master we are told, but unfortunately it's not the master or fortunately it's not the master. It's just the servant as I heard recently. And I really like this expression.
1: Yes, I agree. Our brain is a tool. That's all it is. And... It can manipulate and manage information in multiple ways. We know this. I mean, we're all very smart people, but when you move into that soul's aspect, you have not only the brain's perspective, which is about this big, now all of a sudden you have universal perspective, which is infinite. I mean, you have access to information that only the soul has, right? Yeah yeah
0: definitely so what tools help you most in the process i would maybe make it more specific you know if somebody does not have access to their inner wisdom and would like to start hearing the intuition following it what tools would you
1: advise to to use at the beginning you know uh certainly meditation I think for sure you have to construct some sort of meditation, whether it's guided, you know, jump on YouTube or you have some on your channel, I know, and find a tool that allows you to just be within self and shut down that brain a little bit. Um, look into mindfulness. There's so many tools that are available in mindfulness that allow you to disassociate from um, your emotions such as box breathing, right? So three for the count of three breathe in for the count of three, hold for the count of three, breathe out for the count of three, hold. And if you do that psychically, you'll find that your whole body melts into peace. So that is, that is an exceptional tool. If you have monkey mind, Um, which who doesn't, Um, (laughs) I would recommend getting a box and writing down everything, every idea that comes to your brains, throw them in a box. And then once a month, once every two weeks, pick your cadence, select one idea. Similarly, um, to help with monkey mind, get a journal and just write. write, 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 until everything in your head is on the paper. Um, That's another excellent tool for people who want to, A, start their journey or deepen their journey. I mean, these are all tools that I still use today. Um, I think breathing, though, is probably the most powerful.
0: Yeah. And and this um, box breathing, would you recommend it to do it, like, every day or just uh, on certain occasions like let's say somebody never practiced the box breathing and would like to use it as a main tool how would you recommend to introduce it
1: yeah that's a great question um i would recommend that you start your day with five minutes of gentle easy box breathing and then also put it in your pocket take it to work and when somebody pisses you off take it out 30 seconds, five rounds, two rounds, three rounds, doesn't matter. You're What you're doing is you're um, reprogramming your nervous system to know that the moment that you move into Brock's breathing, that you can relax and settle down and move out of that fight, flight, freeze um, response. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I absolutely agree. You know, I, I, I am... It's a pity actually that I didn't know it at the time I was an MNA lawyer you know because right. this would help me enormously. And this is a tool, as you said, you can use in the, sitting in the boardroom during negotiations, while you are drafting you know in front of your computer, you know just small break mm-hmm. between the emails. you can do it okay. everywhere. Even in the bathroom, I, I did I did that once. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know this type of breathing then, but but another one, and I just had to go to the bathroom and you know work on, on myself because I thought I will explode. Yeah, but the breath has yeah. helped, helped um, enormously.
1: Yeah. Yes, it does tremendously, yeah. and it's something you can do, and nobody knows. Yeah, yeah. There are um, several large companies: uh, Enpro, Patagonia, Danon. Um, out of um, uh, France, who that's how they start every meeting. So every time they sit at the, at the conference room table or jump into a Zoom, the first one minute is taken with everybody comes in and lands, becomes mindful and does a breathing exercise. Wow. Um, so it's now starting to become a norm in more progressive, more what I call, more conscious companies um, and I hope it takes off, you know, the B Corp movement is moving. It is using this um, methodology tremendously, but I want to see it really get into the mainstream to support people.
0: Yeah, it was um, fantastic. Yeah, I yes. think people would benefit so much and it's so simple, isn't it? It is, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, so. Let's keep our fingers crossed that the right people notice the benefits.
1: (laughs) Well, and that's why we're here, right? We're here having these conversations. We're here bringing awareness. And you know, I I said in the beginning, I wanna change the world, but here's how I envision that. You and I have a conversation, right? You're a pebble, I'm a pebble. We've got hundreds of people listening who are pebbles and they have ripples and they take them out into the world. That's how you change the world. That's how you create global change. Um, It's by having conversations, it's in community. So Mm -hmm. thank you for what you're doing. It's so important. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so um, I have two more questions
0: for you. Okay. (laughs) What would you say about the benefits of following your intuition comparing to following your brain? Because I can imagine many people who will listen to us are used to following their brain still. And maybe sometimes they follow the intuition, but you know, they are not so sure it's a good thing to do. Yeah. Right. Especially because the environment is doing, majority of environment is following the brain. Right. So what kind of benefits do you see?
1: Oh, well, you touched on probably my favorite one, uh, a joyful life. I mean, you really do experience joy and play in every moment when you're aligned with your intuition. Um, Possibilities. The possibilities available to you when you lean into your wisdom and when you follow your intuition are infinite. You have no idea what the universe has in store for you, if only you would align and listen and trust. And here's the best thing. You don't have to plan. You can disengage the brain and just take one step. So following your intuition means that you're dancing, right? You're not planning, you're not constructing, you're not commanding, you're not controlling, you're dancing, hence the joy.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And I must say, there is one question which I hear quite often, so I will ask you as well. And I am really curious what's your answer. How to distinguish the intuition voice from the brain? What would you say?
1: Great question, and absolutely vital. What a! I think this is such an important one, so thank you for asking. How you know it's your intuition is you close your eyes and you feel it. If you can feel it and you get a little bit excited or you get a little bit peaceful or you get a little giddy or joyful, intuition, elicits uh, a presencing within you. Your brain is just, right? is just ticking the boxes. You can't feel the brain. You can feel your intuition. And I think, you know, now that I'm saying that, Katajna, I think that's why those of us who live by intuition are so much more joyful. What do you think?
0: yeah definitely yeah because we feel we feel it
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and um regarding the feeling because i have i feel it always here in the heart area yeah and, but there are some people who say they feel their intuition in their gut for example mm-hmm
1: Yeah, that's a pretty common one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So could you say a little bit more about that? You know, this body feeling because yeah, there are, these are the two options I can come with, but maybe you came across any other options. Like when somebody would want to feel into intuition in their body, yes? Because that might be easier at the beginning.
1: Yes. So um, in your heart, in your gut, for me, it's a full body experience. It's like I get tingles. Um, sometimes it's in my head. I can feel uh, my third eye or in my crown chakra. Sometimes I can feel it in my feet as it connects with what's vital for the planet. Uh, but for me, most of the time, it's this full-bodied experience that is just this huge yes 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 (laughs) yeah
0: and if if somebody sorry that I'm asking such you know like additional 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 question but you know I, I know who my audience is and I can imagine for those of them who are not used to listening to intuition they will have lots of practical questions so how to you know Give yes, the, the, the checklist a, a little bit, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. So now I forgot what was, what no. I was what... <laughs> all right. So there was you were saying about in the body. Ah, I know. What about if you just sit there, you know, you go into the present moment, you take a few deep breaths, and you yep. ask yourself a question? Let's say we you have a decision to make. and you ask the question and you really don't hear the answer you know you you hear your brain but it's difficult for you to to have any experience any feeling in the body what would you what would be your recommendation for such
1: oh i've got such an easy tool for people to use to feel that yes no decision should i should i not If you go in and get really present within yourself and drop into breathing exercises and just relax and and benchmark that, how you feel in that moment, and then take a step to the left into the yes of the question, right? Feel how that feels in your body. Don't think about it, just a yes and feel it. Benchmark that response, come back, Become present again in that neutral space and then step into the no. Feel the response of the no and benchmark that. Come back into present. Now you have three points of data, right? You have your yes, your neutral, your no. I guarantee the optimal, because it's free will, right? You can choose whatever you want. But the optimal next step for you will be apparent in the data that you've gathered through this little exercise.
0: I love it. I do exactly the same thing, but I never use this natural point. And thank you very much, because I will start using, because sometimes I need to like come back from yes or no and feeling into if I don't get it the first time. But now I realize this neutral position helps you to, to feel it more doesn't it
1: it does it gives you a more stark contrast mm-hmm. yeah. to the yes neutral the no neutral and the yes no
0: yeah
1: it's awesome. um yeah it's an excellent tool
0: thank you i, I will definitely amend my tool <laughs> thanks <laughs> so at the for, for the end the last um the last question is what advice would you
1: give your previous self Hmm, that's always such a great question, isn't it? Um, trust. You really are in charge of your experience. You really are driving the bus. Trust yourself, trust the universe, trust that everything will unfold for your good. And This goes back to um, what I was saying, what um, you mentioned in the introduction. Life doesn't happen to you. It reflects you. So just imagine living from your intuition, being in alignment to that which is optimal for you, being joyful, trusting, trusting, and then stepping into your life's purpose because it will unfold it will if you allow it the universe wants it it's why you're here right yes yeah. i had chills when you were saying this so oh, so you. there is
0: no better way i guess to to end our beautiful
1: conversation thank you yeah. so much katarzna you ask the best questions and i love people who can really tease out the essence of what I'm trying to communicate so that people can step into their own power. That's what it's about.
0: Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Trisa. I'm, I'm sure that people will find so much inspiration from, from our conversation because I get some from you, so thanks a lot. And uh, for, for our listeners, thank you for being with us and if you find it interesting or you got inspired by our conversation then let's let's just spread the word and spread our podcast so it's enough that you just push the share button on my website and then you can share it to social media you can send it also by email because i really feel that women need to connect with their inner wisdom and as teresa say there will be so much more joy. They will feel so much more joy if they do that. So let's help them to do this together.
1: Yes, let's. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye.